Namaste. My name is Neelima. Welcome to Reflections Along the Way podcast where you will be listening to reflections from experiences and learnings along my life's journey. Today I'm speaking to a really special person in my life and I'm honored that he decided to join me in this conversation. I consider him to be my first spiritual guru who has shown me how to think a little bit differently to reach a point of acceptance and uh, happiness when I was kind of lost. at a point where i was confused about a lot of things and where i had no clarity on uh, what i should be doing with my life uh, hi david thank you so much for joining me today it's really an honor to have you and i'm i feel this a lot of times in my life where i'm very grateful that both our paths crossed in um, our journey because yeah, for for me to actually it's um, i think every time i've interacted with you i felt like uh, there's so much more on good share it felt right very happy to get back in touch with you again absolutely and wonderful you feel the same way because uh, you really really changed the course of my life actually in a big way maybe i was ready at that time to kind of uh, reflect on stuff or maybe i was kind of wanting that time for myself to reflect or whatever but you came into my life at the exact time and uh, I know that as soon as I saw you it kind of felt like you were this man of wisdom calm and you know stoic and <laughs> like you're not reacting too much I've not seen many people like that and I kind of got that vibe from you and um, besides all the other interactions I think like uh, at some point I kind of uh, reached out to you because I was trying to explore myself and figure out who I am and more about right. myself and then I was like somehow I felt like you were this buddhist I don't know why I felt that I really don't know <laughs> but I said can you recommend some books in regards to buddhism I remember that was that one I... of the first conversations isn't it yeah yeah and I yeah. I think then you said like you know let's kind of interact and uh, we started exchanging emails and then I realized my instinct or intuition whatever you want to call was right about you it's really surprising if i think back i i feel so amazed that uh, it just happened the way it did and i actually talk about you to a lot of people over the years when people ask me you know how i got into all this stuff about spirituality and all i always tell them you know my first guru is this person named david <laughs> I really did feel that way and I don't know if you remember I was I was kind of astonished by every statement you said at that time I'm like what nobody has ever said that to me before <laughs> how does one like you said simple they they sounded very simple like you know let go be kind to others and like, how does one let go how do, how can one be kind to others if they are very rude to you you know those concepts they sounded very nice but practically i had no clue how to get there i was so confused i was i was really in a horrible place at that time like internally i must have seemed very happy and nice externally but internally i was a mess right i mean i i was actually saying things to you which i was incidentally telling myself mm. so 
I um, I was also going through like a lot of changes, trying to figure out many things. And I think we, I saw the, I mean, the business you built and it was fantastic. It was a place you could just go and spend hours exploring things, and they were all curated by you. You made some of the stuff, and you were doing something very uh, very different. from i mean hyderabad is a lot of noise and a lot of loudness i think the loudness gets to you the two businesses i liked uh, always coming to like like coming to your store and there's another one called hyderabad goes green mm-hmm. i don't know if you yeah so i should, i just love there was a different energy about these places i was astonished that this is like a very different space somebody has created and it is there and it is just like a very refreshing experience and then we started talking and then we became co-owners yeah and uh, that was a that was a great experience but then i think i got to know that you know maybe you and we are probably going through similar kind of uh, if i'm okay to use the word pains in the lives we are kind of struggling with something so mm-hmm. i think it was good to share most of the, what i was telling you was actually what i was also telling myself at that time but you like you were telling very deep stuff which i did not understand properly at the time it felt like i understood but then if i read again i'm like what is he talking about <laughs> so i would not understand it completely so you probably had uh, had it figured out uh, a little more than i did at that time <laughs> <laughs> figured out is a very i don't think i have figured out anything yet it's like uh, it's practice you know it for some time like even today i'm sure you also know during the day you will feel like you're just there mm. and you kind of understand everything yeah but then you lose it yes so the practice is to get back to that sure. again because it's never constant life is very spiky yes you get like if you look at focus or meditation or zen mm-hmm. you get it and then you lose it you get it and then you lose it but you keep going like that it's spiky yeah. that's how you progress yeah so somebody was saying uh, last month you know how a lot of parents or teachers uh, kind of ask their children to focus concentrate there's mm. a movie called the tare zameen par mm-hmm. i think the mother tells the child concentrate beta concentrate nobody teaches them how mm-hmm. so i think that's essentially what a, uh, that would be like a beginning of a great spiritual journey i think yeah. learning to concentrate yeah. learning to stay there for longer Mm-hmm. Because left to yourself, you will keep losing the focus, yeah. and it'll, it'll spike. Yeah. Coincidentally, you mentioned focus, and I was just thinking about it this today. And because I've um, I've learned a certain things in these last ten, eleven years, like I always have this urge to share it with others, and that is sure. part of what I do right now. Primary part of Bluish Muse, which I do, uh, is it started out as a blog. and it started yeah. out when i was doodling and what the initial things i learned when i was doodling was to be having that ability to focus for anyone to grow and evolve i think only when we are able to meditate meditation is nothing but able to, being able to focus on that greater knowledge right which kind right. of makes you evolve and if we do not know how to focus on anything if we don't develop that skill it's a developed skill basically like any other skill if we practice i think we can get there and uh, i think surprisingly doodling those patterns is what helped me tremendously in terms of learning how to focus 
it was just one pattern or two patterns. I was just, I don't know why I got into it. I just started loving it. And then uh, while I was doodling, I would think of a certain topic and somehow this ability got developed where I could focus on that topic for right. a particular period of time without getting deviated, forgetting everything else. That uh, That's what makes me keep wanting to do that again and again and again. And uh, it helped me a lot while studying. Like, uh, as I shared with you, I studied Vedanta. Right. I did this Vedanta Foundation Vedanta course. And I'm studying advanced Vedanta now. Um, and I have, like, I want to continue studying, reflecting, and eventually, hopefully, get into a regular practice of meditating. But um, this, this has helped me tremendously. Whenever I'm studying, I start, like, practicing because then that is what helps me focus on that particular topic right. so that I can reflect on it and right. I was th thinking of starting like a community creating together like starting right. drawing patterns and I was thinking of that today only actually it's, it's a fantastic idea so this is very beautiful um, so doodling is like your mantra that's how you get started into anything <laughs> it's, it's, how you, it's how you say okay I have my mind, I have my body, and this is the form I'm doing. So we're all one. Now let's start the thing we want to yeah. start. It's fantastic. And also, like, uh, I think you probably experience this too because you doodle. I have your beautiful artwork in my house of the <laughs> monk on the mountain. Oh, the mountain monk. Yes, yes. Mountain monk. Yeah, I have it. I brought it over here from India also. Like, it's amazing to see that on paper, right? Like, nothing was there yeah. before and something made yeah. you want to create that so it, yeah. it's a nice feeling at the end of it and it's amazing to see it later but when you're actually doing it you forget yourself yeah your mind stops uh, chattering mm -hmm. there is no chaos you are focused mm -hmm. and that is the most beautiful thing i've seen i have browsing your site and some of those things are just quite spectacular oh thank you <laughs> imagine the amount of patience and uh, concentration that goes into it Plus the artistry, of course. But artistry is a matter of culture, yeah. which is probably you get it much more easily compared to I think, the uh, concentration and focus uh, to that thing. And it's quite evident. Zen doodles are well. Zen tangles are pretty Zen common, actually. It's not uh, something I invented. It is something invented by somebody else. Okay. Zen tangles I saw it first in your site. So I, I did not know that it was called Zentangle also when I started right. drawing patterns. Like right. maybe a year after I started... I stumbled on this word called Zentangle. I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I do. And that is, you know, it's beautiful. Then the name was so beautiful. Oh, wow. This, that, it's a huge thing that people do. And it's very nice, actually. Very helpful, I think, to a lot of people. Not yeah. only focus, right? Like you said, even patience. It develops yeah. a lot of qualities that we does, need to yeah. develop. I, I like the idea of you trying to form a community with people who mm, draw or sketch, but yeah. not with them intention of producing something perfect yeah. or a replication but yeah just like like the enzos like the yes. old uh, zen monks used to practice mm -hmm. the enzos just draw a circle just draw yeah. a circle and uh, i like that it'll be nice I, I don't know we'll see it's just a thought that came today and i said you know what maybe because i was um, 
So I started this shop, right? Because I'm creating, I said, you know what? Why don't I share that um, art, sharing the idea with which they were born out of. And then if people like them, they can have it in their homes. And that's one way of me putting that stuff and thought process out there. Somewhere along the line, I was getting too much into... You know, when you have a shop and business, it's sometimes you get dragged into this, oh my God, am I selling? Am I not selling? How do I sell? (laughs) You get distracted. I'm like, no, I like, you know, I, of course, I'll be very happy if I sell products, that's no doubt. But I don't want the entire journey just to be about selling products. Then what happens is we don't create naturally. We create what we think will sell and... uh, it's a different uh, i know yeah. it's um, it, it's very um, it's very strange how everything seems to if you don't pay attention to it it actually mm-hmm. goes into that like for example i mean uh, i think there are um, two kinds of chaos in the world for just lack of better phrases is uh, what i would call a natural chaos uh, which is i think how really the world works and the universe works everything is interconnected and it, we call it chaos because we cannot read the patterns that it has. Something happens to us, something we see, we don't know why, because we can't connect the dots. At some later point, it makes sense. Okay, this happened because of that. Mm. This happened because of that. It's natural chaos. And everything is changing. So every little thing is always changing. So I'm calling it chaos because I don't have the ability to measure what's happening. The other kind of chaos is, uh, I would say, the chaos of uh, some kind of machinery, which we have calculated and measured by ourselves. Because let us say, I mean, we wanted to do like architecture, mathematics, business or enterprise Hmm. or education. Hmm. Like um, children join schools because they need to learn something. But very quickly, it becomes about how much marks somebody scored. Right. And that's a different measurement. Mm-hmm. And that's chaotic for the, for the natural mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point, I think a student realizes in school that uh, it's not really about the knowledge. It's about the scores I get. Because I get better scores, scores better grades. I get to go to better college. Mm-hmm. And I do that and etc. So it's, it stops being about the knowledge. And uh, later on, when you start to work, it's not about creation. It's about, again, how much money you make, hmm. what kind of stock options you have. Right. So it continues. And that's chaotic for the mind. So mm-hmm. these two kinds of chaos are there. And we're always, dist- you use the word, very good word, distraction. Mm-hmm. When you, I want to do a business because I want to create. Hmm. I start doing the business, but then it becomes about sales. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this happens at different points of everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, because we stop believing that if we focus let's say purely on knowledge that mm. we will get good grades focus purely on creativity mm-hmm. we can make good sales i think we yeah. stop believing that and and this chaos actually hits us in so many ways because you see so many other people who didn't focus on that mm. fail in their lives mm. and those examples become amplified in our minds and we are also afraid mm. so all these metrics are actually fear driven mm. they are negative driven they are I don't want to get below so-and-so percentage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make, I don't want to be the person in the party who doesn't have the fancy car. So it's like, it's a negative thing. I don't mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. rather than what I want to do this or I want mm-hmm. to do that. So mm-hmm. it becomes a very different equation. Mm-hmm. I think most of uh, my life has been 
trying to not focus on the marks mm. and the monies and the sales but bring back my focus on to learning and to creation mm-hmm. because naturally i think human beings are meant to be creative beings mm-hmm. we're supposed to make things yeah and uh, we're supposed to make things for the joy of making them mm-hmm. and perhaps um, to some extent for the joy of making somebody else delighted somebody mm-hmm. else happy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i try my i think my focus of my meditation or spiritual um, endeavor is to see that i don't cross over into that time into mm. into 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 the matrix which are so popular yeah i mean this essentially is uh, yeah. what i think is the chaos we are all try to fight on the contrary i also want to tell myself that i don't want to be afraid mm. embrace the natural chaos because yeah. i was born out of the natural chaos into mm. a world which is naturally chaotic mm. so why should i be afraid of it mm-hmm. and essentially i think uh, an entry into business or to uh, into an artist life or anybody who's even doing applying uh, any kind of trade or employment or education then essentially that yeah can you embrace the natural chaos and not be afraid yeah because that's where, that's where your mind and your body everything actually belongs mm-hmm. and it's not really chaos it's yeah. just a pattern you've not you've not been able to measure or see it yeah you yeah you've hit on a lot of things in that uh, i i also saw the world very chaotic at one point i could not understand like you i was really driven by money i mean yeah money is very important i'm not like undermining that at all we all need to survive and all that but somehow that was not the only thing which uh, inspired right. me there has to be something more which to satisfy right. me um and i was always in search of what it was and that is the reason yeah. why <laughs> there have been so many career shifts because uh, i was trying to figure out what it is that is satisfying me and uh, that is what led me to experiment on a lot of things and i think what i have realized along the way is the world is only as chaotic as we are internally if we are very chaotic inside uh and we are very confused we don't know answers to a lot of things and the world seems that way as well and we blame uh, the world most of the times that they the world has trained us to be this way and you know we are just right. like all that things but as i think we try to calm ourselves figure out how to calm ourselves down by whatever practice it is that works for each one of us then i think the world starts looking more orderly and beautiful also i feel there is a there is a, a beautiful order to the world in some way to the creation everything is interconnected and uh, if certain thing happens to you there is like you know you call it butterfly effect whatever you know because we are also connected something right. sometimes most sometimes it's because of things we have done ourselves but since we are in an ecosystem this other things are also happening and there is right. reason there is order i feel right everything right. is connected there is order and there is a reason something happens the way it does that's what i've uh, learned to accept now and uh, i see that order now which i wasn't able to a few years ago and i was like oh my god what a mess this world is you know um right. to figure out 
how to not be chaotic within ourselves will automatically remove chaos from the world from the world as okay. we see it i feel because the world is only what we perceive it every one of us sees the world differently um we don't see the world in the same way i'm sure okay yeah so um, i think that's what i've kind of accepted for now <laughs> and uh, it's it's much more a uh, peaceful place to be in that way yeah. otherwise you're always um, confused right about um, all the different things happening why is this happening only to me why is that why is it not happening that person i have been very honest and nice but it's still happening to me all those kind of confusions cool yeah um so i think that's one of the wonderful side effects of practicing spirituality <laughs> that we can kind of feel that sense of uh, hey there is it's okay it happened for a reason and then we don't kind of like stick on to that it happened yeah. and then we move on and we we can use that energy for something more positive rather than mulling sure. over yeah. why things haven't worked out the way they worked did out right yeah but it's like um, it takes a while to figure that out <laughs> yeah it does and again if you look at it why what do we compare that while with how much should it be faster uh, or slower it it depends on each one of us right each i mean for one it might be just 5 minutes for one it'll right. be years and for one it's probably it won't probably happen in this lifetime yeah. true, true. Uh, absolutely so i mean to ask like uh, in, uh, in your vedanta studies are you also is it, does it also have some uh, vedic maths and stuff Uh, what i am studying is pure philosophy but the philosophy, yeah. the organization that i am studying from which is chinmaya mission they have right. different courses like they have a foundation chinmaya international foundation uh-huh. where they offer a lot of other courses to okay. basically whatever interests one to one to explore and learn right, right. whichever field interests them but my area of interest is vedanta so i have taken up right. the studies related to that right. philosophy because I'm, i was trying to understand and it really right. helped me figure out a lot of things so i would recommend everybody to study that as like a science the core of it basically encourages you not to have blind belief on anything it encourages you to come to a intellectual conclusion based on your analysis and reflection and all that and then when we do that and we start seeing change in ourselves then faith develops faith is different from belief right i think belief is more like you don't know but you believe in it there's no there's no strong hold to it but faith i think comes from a point of understanding and uh, Kind of even though, yeah yeah even yeah. though it's unknown you still because you have faith it makes you work harder to find out mm. what that is right belief i think can be broken easily yeah so it, it's 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 helped me a lot um and i think um, before i got into vedanta is very recent i started studying only like 2 to 3 years ago maybe or 2 years ago after i spoke to you i i read some zen buddhism books and i read buddhism books and i kind of started practicing some things buddhism they have very clear principles right i mean you you practice not having expectations yeah. and yeah. like you know so like i started practicing those and i'm like i saw a lot of difference 
life was peaceful in a way but then there was not that full satisfaction right. even though it was peaceful it was not fulfilling like you know what do right. i do with my time what is the rest of life like those sort of things and then i was again seeking like answers for that like how you are at this point like you are trying to figure out what do i do i was right. i was that way a couple of years ago Uh, and um and i was actually thinking of going around different spiritual religious organizations in the city figure things out and somehow uh, i stumbled on this i wrote about it on one of my blogs i think i stumbled on this in my mission and one right. of the acharyas there was just starting this course and uh, um they i i got inspired to join and just give it a chance and figure out right I I had like you uh, I did not have very good opinion on religion at the time and um, I was a little bit reluctant of joining it but then it's because it's not because religion is bad or anything it's just because I felt I did not understand the purpose of religion now I right. understand it better so it has right. its own purpose and um, right. religion is nothing but philosophy put into practicality uh, in the core of course what all you mentioned is also true not everybody has this time to kind of spend time on understanding the philosophy behind it i think they they are religion tries to put you on the path to develop some qualities to get oh. there so it's misinterpreted a lot and misused that is for I sure no absolutely absolutely yeah. also it's like um, you unleash a beast and you don't know how to control it I'll, uh, I have this uh, little story when I think of religion. A bunch of children gather around in a weekend evening and they tell each other ghost stories. And uh, they try to make it as original as possible. So one of the kids uh, who wants to really tell the best ghost story of the evening, he looks at where they are all seated and there's this um, big tree. It's a neem tree mm-hmm. near the courtyard. He tells a story that... Uh, every night if a child is passing under the neem tree alone there is a blanket ghost who jumps on them pounces on them pushes the blanket and vanishes them and that's the story he says now he seeded the idea into everybody's mind and they all go home after a few evenings one night that kid who told the story is returning hmm. and he's alone and he looks at the neem tree hmm. and it messes with his mind he's afraid hmm. he just created the story a few days back Mm-hmm. but he's afraid he doesn't know what to do so he screams and runs through it mm-hmm. and this is this is exactly what i think what happens when we um, try to create a, a myth around something mm-hmm. to be able to govern or guide a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, at scale um, our mind believes it even though we know we've created it for a, a certain uh, thing mm-hmm. our mind doesn't distinguish between what is uh, you know an abstract story or a real story Mm. everything is real for the mind mm. so i think somehow the the uncontrollable or the violent nature that some of the religious work has taken mm. and religious work has always taken uh, a very violent um, uh, activity in the world starting from let's say how german christians started persecuting jews mm. um, and then today you have um, all the you know the Uh, the jews persecuting the muslims mm. the muslims persecuting somebody else mm. uh, 
all over the world and the buddhists i mean we talking about zen mm. in myanmar uh, mm. the buddhists are the ones who persecuting the muslims and driving them out mm. so it's it's really like the ghost that has become so real yeah. for them and yeah. it's not about governance anymore those are dangerous uh, aspects i think that religion yeah. can get into i think like the the core purpose of religion is to practice philosophy basically practice yeah. that philosophy and yeah. attain right. that greater knowledge and experience right. it again like uh, any human being who hasn't evolved there's always this um, attachment mine is better mine is better than yours all that so in the process of proving that gets out of control like anything else i suppose it does it's it happens like normally also right i mean in the world um, everybody's like you mentioned is always comparing to the others and that's what drives them most of the time it happens yeah, to the best of us sometimes it does it does know. and the truth is it's always we are comparing apples with oranges yes because the only fair comparison you can make is how you were yesterday versus how you were today yeah and really uh, how you want to be tomorrow mm-hmm. any other comparison is uh, is really uh, i think very disturbing yeah and it is disrupting yeah. it is completely useless yes and that's because we are so like um, identified uh, with everything is this mind this is my you right. have, you know we're separating everything out everything out correct So yeah. as long as we don't feel interconnected with uh, everyone as long as we don't expand that circle right. we're going to keep feeling that i think it's 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 really amazing journey to be in and i'm i'm really really grateful to be in this path and uh, not be in that uh, traditional path of uh, not that that is any a lot of people are happy uh, doing what they do and it's up to each one of us to figure out right. what gives us happiness and peace eventually and the goal being happiness and peace right so if that Absolutely. gives you yeah. that yeah, yeah sure but um, i've come to an understanding that you know this is ultimately the only path which will give you that ultimate peace i'm sort of promoting this right now but uh, yeah. but this is this is what i feel are you still practicing zen buddhism or you're planning to explore something else so i i mean with time i'm sure you also understand this you kind of make your own variant of it uh, because when you internalize it because a lot of the spiritual texts or guidance documents were written in a language which was very different from yours so when you start internalizing things you kind of also try to see how to fit it into your own life into your own experience mm-hmm. so i have a very strange variant of uh, uh, what i used to follow earlier mm-hmm. uh, i don't even know if i can put a name to it mm-hmm. but it has definitely been built on uh, what i think i was reading and doing at that time mm-hmm. so and it explains i think my life and the world to me a lot better than mm-hmm. what anything else in the past has been able to Right. But the goal like you said is the same. It is about mm. uh, feeling peace and uh, right. Staying, staying right. focused and in in every moment feeling connected to things. Yeah. Um not having to accuse anybody for anything. Yeah. And uh, not have to violate anybody else's freedom mm-hmm. to get what I want. Mm-hmm. I think um, somewhere there. That's nice. Now I can understand your language, David. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I initially met you, I'm like, "What is he talking about?" I know you were talking about uh, 
you know when we initially started working in b cube like you were talking right. about having a day where we don't wear chapels to feel the earth i remember that yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. that we that you wanted to practice and i'm like i knew you you were going somewhere but i didn't know what you, what you're talking about I mean, even i didn't know what i was doing i was trying out things to uh, see if i feel any different yeah yeah that's what that that is one of the biggest reasons i am grateful for my experience in dcube is to meet people like you oh yeah absolutely who, i think also and so many other uh, mm-hmm. i think people who are doing uh, yeah. who are experimenting with yes. uh, their own lives and trying to yeah. see what it is right yeah i think definitely dcube provided that for me before dcube yeah. it was like i was not exposed to all these different people I right. I thought my world was very limited and right. I I knew only of one way of living life which was right. not satisfying me and I didn't know a way out right. uh, but DQ gave me that exposure to meet all these different kind of people and to give me that uh, uh, confidence that hey you don't have to do that same thing you right. just do you can explore you know it's okay to explore right. <laughs> that <laughs> Uh, i've met amazing people and i'm really really grateful even though the business part was a little bit stressful at at uh, some points right. but um, at the end of it every time i look back i just feel nothing but uh, gratefulness for that journey it was a struggle no doubt about it oh, but absolutely and yeah but it was worth it i think uh, i think struggles are worth it at the end of the day without that i don't think we will explore That's true. I agree. It's been a good and, thing. And and you're a. I've always thought of you as a really uh, natural community builder. I think you, whether you did it for business or whatever, I think you have the. You're a very natural community builder. You're like a. You know what in ancient uh, societies and tribes called the shaman. Hmm. A shaman. Shaman is a person who I think was best connected to everybody, hmm. and thereby I think. was the best informed and also best uh, place to give advice and guidance to people i think you have in dq essentially i see you that's how you build the business mm. you had the ability to connect to different people and it's interesting how you say right now i'm grateful to dq for giving me the opportunity to do this when in, in it's a dissociation it's you who have actually made dq you, you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. at some point nilima actually said i'm going to make dq mm. the reason why she might have started that could be very different Mm-hmm. because she didn't want to do that technology job anymore she wanted to do something different mm-hmm. so she went out and did this she was mm-hmm. merely following a curiosity in in herself to do this mm-hmm. but then after doing that you have become like the child who told the ghost story <laughs> true has has dissociated <laughs> saying that that ghost is very scary true true very true like, so, but it's you you mm. you chose at some point mm. to give yourself everything you have today Mm. all this knowledge all this awareness mm-hmm. that's how we chose at that point mm. but it didn't care to get that time but it's connected yeah definitely it everything is connected even like if i see my journey as bluish muse like j- from the point of me starting that first doodle and deciding to name it bluish muse i know like at that point i named it as a different thing but then it evolved into a different meaning now and like everything is connected how it evolved yeah. really i think we all create whatever we want at the end of the day Right. somehow or the other we are pulled towards making it happen the way we want it 
and then uh, hopefully we get to a place where you know we are okay with whatever happens we've done the best we could and without yeah causing any harm to anybody else and you know right it just goes however it's meant to go it's been uh, amazing and uh, i would love to talk to you again david and just be in touch i think it's been years sure. we haven't spoken it's been years that's true so i'm very interested in what you end up doing now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will i will definitely uh, be in touch with you thank you so much david for joining me and uh, giving me some of your valuable time i enjoyed speaking to you and just reflecting on some thoughts and just catching up with you um thanks so much again thank you for listening to today's reflections if you would like to connect with me please visit bluishmuse.com until next time namaste